so it has begun. Now we're back. And we're back again with the white vans. So I'm probably not going to do an intro, so I'm going to say welcome to the Untrained Eye with Beth and DJ episode style. It's a full episode of the intro. You're going to see what that's like. (laughs) (laughs) No. That's Beth. Just, I'm it's DJ. It's just the episode. <laughs> it's not a whole intro. This is all going to be the intro. It's going to be an hour-long intro and then an outro of music. Yeah, it sounds exciting. And everyone's going to be real happy about it. So, I, you know, unless you don't want to talk about this at all, I just want to, right off the jump street, uh, say that uh, to you, Beth, and to everyone out there, like, uh, I know at least I am going to be a real uh, bummer this whole episode probably because we just got some, you know, real troubling news about our dog. Uh, she apparently has uh, some kind of mass on her heart and they are not giving her very long to live. So it was a real fun drive back from Tampa. Uh you know, a fun hour drive in traffic where yeah. I wanted to murder folks. By the way, the good part, the only good thing that came of that drive, the thing that stopped me from crying the whole way back was the people that were a uh, douchebags because they were like, hey, man, do you need a small respite from this? And I was like, yes, I do. And they were like, well, good news. We can't drive. Here's your anger for you. We're going to make <laughs> you so mad. You're going to forget that you were sad. So... That is going on. So if this seems a little more somber, uh, that's that's why. I I mean I'm I don't know. It's all I can think about. So yeah, it's definitely upsetting because we've had her since she was a puppy. Yeah. So and she's such a sweet girl. I remember whenever we first uh, went over to the place, the guy's house that had uh, <laughs> all of her brothers and sisters. Uh, she had like recently broken her leg or like, well, she like ran into a, like she tried to run outside and like ran into the door jam and like jammed her shoulder. I think I know her leg was like messed up whenever we first met her and she was like all the other puppies I remember were just like running all over the place and they weren't really paying attention, but she was like immediately just like hit her back and was like, ah, I give up, please don't. (laughs) Oh, pet don't me, hurt me. Pet me, please. Yeah, pet me. Just don't hurt me. I'm showing you. Uh, and, you know. We yeah, didn't she know. was the one. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know at the time which one we were going to pick. And we were like, look at this one. So She's cute. so sweet. <laughs> and she's so cute. Like, she still looks like a puppy. Yeah. And she's like 10 years old. <laughs> she's a grandma, but she's still super cute. Yeah, I think we've mentioned it on the show before, but they did uh, classify her as geriatric. <laughs> They're like, you have a geriatric canine. So we have a geriatric canine and a geriatric feline. Yep. Because <laughs> we've had both of them for over 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. We got the cat first. And it's funny because like at one point we um, like thought we had too many pets. So we gave the cat we have now away to someone else. And that cat her name is lassie and she does not like to be held whatsoever like she wants you to pet her all day long but the minute you're like oh let me try to pick you up she will freaking claw your skin off yeah (laughs) yeah 
She's like, oh, I love you. By the way, she'll like come up, like still to this day, she yeah. just like comes up as soon as I walk in the room. She's like nudging my leg and hey, what's up? But man, if you even make the move of like, <laughs> I'm going from petting your back to your stomach, she's like, nope, this seems wrong. You're going to try and pick me up. I'm going to have to murder you now. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened to her maybe as a kitten because we got her from a pet drive. And, um, Anyway, like I, we ended up like giving her to this lady that I worked with and I told her explicitly, I was like, do not try to pick her up because it's, it's not going to be good. Like she does not like being picked up and she's just going to try to scratch you like to save her life. <laughs> she's going <laughs> to scratch the Jesus out of you. And didn't that lady end up calling you like, she cut me real bad. No, <laughs> like the next day, whenever I went back to work, the next day after giving her to her. Um, she had scratches all up and down ah. her arms and I was like, did you try to pick her up? And she was like, no. Yeah. I just <laughs> found these scratches and put them on my own. Yeah. Arm. These aren't real. <laughs> yeah. These are, it's Halloween. <laughs> it was like, do not try. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But then that lady like kind of went crazy. Um, like it was a whole ordeal. Like, Wasn't there like a thing with a gun that happened? She was like, and then someone pulled out a gun. Yeah. Like she moved down from Michigan and then like got a job where I worked and like started dating this guy. And then they started renting this house and a couple of other people that worked with us too, uh, were renting it with them cause it was a big house and it had a pool and everything. And that lady got pissed off at her boyfriend so she pulled a gun on him <laughs> and called the cops are called and the cops made her leave even though she was the one that was renting the house that's oh yeah i do remember that yeah now. so she had to like go to a motel and the guy called me and was like hey uh it's not working out here so we're all pretty much dispersing um we're gonna take this cat to the pound unless you want to come and get it they're like nope <laughs> yeah so we came and got it yeah, I think we both felt guilty enough anyway. Like, did we do the right thing by letting this cat go? But at the time, we were living in the apartment. We had, like, freaking a million animals, it seemed like. No, we did not have a million animals. It seemed like. I know we didn't, but I'm just saying, like, I think we... Uh... Well, we had those two cats. Like, we had um, Lassie and Samson. We got both of them from a pet drive, and they hated each other. Boy, did they. <laughs> yes, they did. Like, Samson was kind of a bully with Lassie, and then we randomly got a stray cat that showed up and was like, hey, I'm home now. <laughs> I was yeah. like, that cat is not staying. And then it was like, yes, I am. <laughs> it was just funny because, like, she, the third cat. Uh, yeah, it was three cats. Was like, I, I, it was outside. I think I was smoking. And I was on the back porch, and this cat was just sitting there like, hello. And I was like, well, let's see what happens. And I just went out there, and I was like, hello, cat, come this way. And it literally just ran and jumped <laughs> into my arms. Yeah. Like, I didn't bend down or anything. It was just like, boing, hello, father, I'm home. And it was a really, really pretty cat. Like, it, like while it was outside, it was dirty, but... Um, like it had really like fluffy long hair and it like really long eyelashes and it was white with like, it was a calico. Yeah. With calico spots, but it was mostly white and it had like a really fluffy, like long tail. So it was a really fancy cat, but <laughs> yeah, it looked it like it should have been on like a, a wet food in a label or something like, oh, look. yeah, like a pur Purina model <laughs> or something like it was a really fancy cat and it was really cute. 
uh and it wasn't afraid of anything it was funny because like one thing it used to do um because we don't we wouldn't allow our pets to get up on the countertops especially cats because they dig around in their litter boxes yeah so that's i don't know i think that's disgusting yeah yeah so i'm like i don't let them get on the counters so um like in our living room there's a counter in between our living room and our kitchen and that cat would jump up there sometimes from and, the kitchen like we'd be sitting on the couches and we would hear something going on in the kitchen and the next thing you know you'd see like a tail coming like <laughs> on the counter we're like hey what are you doing yeah you know like get down and i would pretend like i was getting up and the cat would pretend like it was about to jump down like it wouldn't like, jump yeah. down unless you actually got up and went over and got it down so it would, it would like fake it you're like oh you're not getting up well i'm not getting down yeah i'm gonna wait until you sit back down and then i'm gonna continue foraging yeah so like but that cat would like follow me around and like that cat's name was bitsy um and it was a little tiny cat, but it was like super fluffy and it would follow me around and it wasn't afraid of the other boy cat, Samson, or when we got Daisy, it would wrestle around with her too. So it seemed like Lassie was the odd man out and that's why we were like, okay, well maybe she could be happier with this lady. And then <laughs> the lady went crazy and we're like, no, we'll bring you back because I'd rather have you than... Yeah, put you back in jail and and yeah, jail. hope that someone else picks you because, like, when we got her mm-hmm. and Samson, they were both old. Well, old for like adopting, but yeah, well, they yeah, people always get the kittens, but I felt bad. But they were like two or three, probably. Yeah, well, they yeah. said like on their thing, it said that they were a year and a half. Both of them. But when we took Lassie to the vet, they looked at her teeth and they were like, oh, she's about four or five. Yeah. <laughs> Which, fine, whatever. Yeah. I mean, we picked them because I, I didn't think anyone else would take them. Like, it seems like people want the younger ones, of course. Mm-hmm. Because the older ones are already kind of set in their ways. <laughs> <laughs> so. But now we're down to just the one dog and the one cat, Lassie. And our little baby Daisy, the dog, mm. the miniature schnauzer. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So, all that to say, mm. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we've had them for a really long time, so it's just hard to imagine life without them. Yeah. But. All right. Let's talk about something different. I don't want to cry on a microphone. Uh, here's something lighthearted. I found this article the other day and it's a semi-interesting article, but I love the, I love the headline of it. The headline of it is perfect. It's about Bill Cosby and it's amazing because I can't believe this is a thing, but it all says Cosby to fight sexual violent, sexually violent predator tag at sentencing, which I think is hilarious so he just doesn't want to be labeled right he's like ah you can call me i don't know i i I just skim the article and it basically is saying like is that really (laughs) lighthearted? no that was the point i feel like you labeled (laughs) the introduction to this article wrong i have to go full dark that's the only way that i can uh keep it together uh yeah and basically like what they're saying what the gist of what I got from this article is like his lawyers are trying to make the case that 
the way that all of this has been brought about that he shouldn't be able to be labeled as a sexually violent person because it, it, some of the stuff happened after the statute of limitations. Some of the reporting, I mean, happened after the statute of limitations. Uh, the, actually, the one thing I agree with is like the it's going to be real weird to agree with this is that the the there was like you remember whenever this was first happening like one of the women that came forward was someone that basically had been like through the courts been awarded money uh, by Bill Cosby to Oh, not, like she had already had a suit against him and mm-hmm. like got paid a payout. Got paid and then wasn't supposed like the the whatever about the payment was that she wasn't supposed to talk about it and then she did and they were like she violated it and blah 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 and everyone was kind of like well he did these terrible things so that's okay that she did that which i think that's fuzzy at best like he is uh like i do think that that should have come out but that does seem like a bad precedent to set of like yeah man you can the court can say that you've been awarded a certain amount of money and you're not allowed to talk about it and then you just can and there's no penalty to you later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that doesn't seem fair. Like, if you're accepting a monetary payment instead of some kind of uh, trial for the... Um, what actually the, the happened. The predator or whatever, I don't know. And it sucks <laughs> because that's, like, terrible to say because of that situation with uh, Cosby and her. But, again, I just I think mean, it, is that what sparked all those other people to come forward? I'm not sure, but... For the sake of this argument, I'm going to say yes. And that's why everyone was okay with it. I have no idea, though. I don't know if that was it. Uh, I guess technically, I don't know if this is actually true either, but uh, at least everyone always attributed it uh, to Hannibal Burris whenever he used to do a joke uh, about Bill Cosby raping people. So he it was knew? Like, or... Apparently... I can't believe you didn't know this. Apparently, a lot of people heard rumors for years about Bill Cosby. Jeez. And I don't know if Hannibal just knew a little like more of the than rumors everyone else. Or... or, yeah, if he just knew of the rumors or maybe he knew a little more. Uh, I mean, as many people as Bill Cosby has allegedly abused, uh, it might be, it's possible that he's met and talked to any, you know one of those women. Who yeah. knows? I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just saying that there's been a bunch. So how crazy! Well, even Bobby Lee said he knew like a stylist or somebody that had gotten um, abused by him. Like, didn't he say that they like scratched her boob or he Bill Cosby like scratched her boob and was like, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, that sounds like something uh, something that will be said by someone who is a monster person. Yeah. Well, if someone is, like, all up in their own ego, then, yeah, they think they're untouchable, so they just do outlandish things. But, I don't know. Like, that whole situation is crazy to me because, on one hand, you have this guy that everyone looks up to because they're representing a different side of, like, a black family that isn't the popular ideal. Like, people aren't like, oh, yeah, we have a black doctor and a black attorney with successful children that go to college like that's not the normal look of a black family on television and it just sucks because like how many uh lives did he really shatter now like just 
with the with the women that he allegedly uh you know did those things to but all the people that looked up to him for so long and like right. I, it's funny because the longer the, when this first came out i didn't understand and i was like i just called the people stupid that were close to him that were like ah, he, he could never do anything like this but if you were that close to someone for so long and didn't know that that was happening and then suddenly you found out it was in a way that was undeniable you might it's not out of the realm of possibility for a human to go into extreme denial and be like, nope. Yeah. Not the bill I knew. No, no way, no how. (laughs) Well, exactly. And like for them to be painting a picture of the ideal family and then, uh, this coming out that there are some ghosts in the closet or skeletons in the closet that are like hideous. You're like, Oh, yep. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, well, what's crazy is that there are some people that had, I'm sure, that had no idea ever that as soon as this came out, like, I knew it. <laughs> I always looked at it as one crazy eye, and I knew. Yeah, his crazy sweaters. Exactly. No one would wear those sweaters. <laughs> yeah. How long was he blind in that eye? <laughs> but, yeah, no, that's, I don't know, it's still terrible. Yeah, it's freaking horrifying. Like, it's, it's crazy that this is a... I remember when I was a kid and there would be every, it it seems like every once in a while, like a big celebrity would die when I was a kid and my parents would be like, ah, whoever died. And I'm like, I don't, excuse me, like, I don't even know what that means, what you're saying, who the, the person is, what do you mean? And now, like, I don't know. I don't know what point I was trying to make with that other than, I don't know. I, I, I think I just assumed that all the people that held some kind of importance in my life when I was a kid that eventually got older, the the thing that would happen to them next is that I would find out that they died, and I would be really sad about that, and I would remember the good times. Like, that is how I thought I was going to remember Bill Cosby. Is, right. You know, he was going to be an old man, and he passed away, and I was going to be very sad and be like, oh, we're all going to do a marathon of the Cosby show, and watch his you know some of his specials or whatever and laugh and now like i i don't know man like Like, who knew this was gonna happen like this is the absolute craziest thing that could have happened (laughs) and you know who is coming out smelling like roses now he's like finally thank god and that's michael richards who is that (laughs) that's your old pal cosmo kramer (laughs) <laughs> mm, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, I just said a bad word. This guy did. Yeah, but things. he said it under a stressful situation, which makes me think that what was inside came out. It probably did. Yeah, um, I don't think he's smelling like roses. I mean, if you're going to compare them. Did I think he was funny as Kramer on Seinfeld? Well, I didn't like Seinfeld. I was going to say, <laughs> you are not a Seinfeld fan. I- but I did enjoy his character. If there was anything about that show, him and uh, George Costanza, mm-hmm. uh, even though he was a rapist on Pretty Woman. <laughs> was he? Well, he was the guy that was like friends with... Um, the rich guy, Richard, Richard Gere, Gere, and found out she was a prostitute and then tried uh, to yeah, come and, like... like, be a creep. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, like, I liked his character on Seinfeld, but then after I heard that, I was like, no. Because, like, it doesn't matter, like, what is happening. If you're getting ha- heckled, you're a comedian. You're supposed to be able to deal with that. 
You don't go right to the ugliest word that you know. No, and this is not necessarily a defense of what he said, but maybe why he lashed out immediately. And the only explanation that I have heard that makes sense is from other comedians that have said, this is a guy that, because I think, if I remember correctly, this happened after Seinfeld was over. It was, So this is a guy that for, you know, X amount of years... He was not. He was not going to comedy clubs. He was not, uh, you know, going on the road. He wasn't touring. He was just doing that show. And even though the even though comedy is what got him to the dance, uh, he stopped doing it in that time and then tried to come back into it and think that like, oh, I can just come back in here and just be funny. I mean, people supposedly laughed for years and years when I was Cosmo Kramer. Yuck, yuck, and. I can't imagine the intense embarrassment that you would feel if you walked out onto that stage and started saying jokes and people were like, no, Boo. you're not funny and we're going to heckle you. I don't think that his reaction what, like, was right. But, no, it was not right. But I do understand the intense reaction, not necessarily what he said. <laughs> yeah. But what? how does this link to Bill Cosby? I don't know. Well, you said that he... Oh, I was saying that that in the grand scheme of it, if I was if you were like DJ, you have to live your life over as Bill Cosby or Michael Richards, uh I would live as Michael Richards. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you could live your life over, maybe you wouldn't do those creepy things. No, you'd have to you'd just be a passenger. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, like of course you wouldn't want to be doing those creepy things, but I feel like maybe Bill Cosby had more of a charmed life when he wasn't doing that. It sounds like he was always doing that. But I'm saying like <laughs> minus that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, once he, by he the way, was famous for a long time. Yeah, but even doing that once is not great. Like would you want to be the subconscious for that while that's happening? No. No, you would not. <laughs> No, you're right. Yeah, I think I would rather have, like, Like, lived through someone saying a racial slur. People think, people, or I said the N-word, and I have to go and, like, cry into my billions of dollars. Oh, no. (laughs) But, like, is that, like, he had that on hot standby, ready to throw out. Like, I feel like that wasn't an anomaly for him, probably. Well, and again, too, like, you remember, like, when we first started dating, uh, excuse me. When we first started dating, like, I don't know, I would, uh, gosh, I'm sorry, I've got something in my chest. Yeah, it's because we had some hot sausage. (laughs) Hot sausage. Uh, I would just say, like, Like when we first started dating? Maybe it wasn't, maybe it was, yeah, I think it was when we first started dating, like, I would just always just yell at people. Like, I would just say, like, oh, my God, get out of my... Like, when, when I was driving. And I remember there was, like, one specific time when I yelled at some lady. It wasn't like... I didn't, like, have my window down. Like, some lady, like, cut me off. And I was like... I just looked right at her. And the first thing I saw is that she was black. And I was like, oh, my God. I can't even believe you're black. Get out of my way. <laughs> and, like, drove past. And you were like, what? <laughs> what did you just say? And I was like... I don't know. She was just a black lady in my way, and I noticed, and I wanted her out of my way. And you were like, "That is not cool." I was like, "But I was what?" I was like, "No, I didn't. I was just. I literally said what I saw." And you were like, "No." But it not seemed cool. like you were saying it because you were angry. 
like was, about her being black. <laughs> no, I was not angry about her being black. She just so happened to be black. I mean, uh, I feel I, like my. But I changed at, like when you said that. I was like, you know, even though I wasn't like coming at it from a racial point of view, I was like, well, clearly that could be misconstrued because the person like we hadn't just started dating, so you, like you knew me enough right. that I didn't think you thought I was racist. So I was like, if you thought that me saying that made me sound <laughs> racist to you, a person who knew me, I was like, well, maybe I should change that a little bit. <laughs> and if you're someone who has like not had that experience, you've been like just important enough that people are like, well, I mean, he can just say what he wants, I guess. Like maybe he would be like, I'm mad. And I, I look at this person and the most hateful thing I can think of is I will call you that. Maybe if you were white, I would have called you a Nazi or something, which is not equivalent, but I I no. sort of get his, like, if I was going to try and dissect it from not knowing him at all, I sort of get his, like, logic line of, like, oh, you're heckling me? Oh, check this out. I can heckle you right back. You think you're going to make me mad? I'm going to make you mad. And he's so inexperienced at trying to deal with a heckler that he was like, mm, I didn't even know, but I'm going to turn no. the whole room against me. Oh, you have a camera in here? Oh, great. Cool. Maybe you can turn the whole world against me. Oh, they are against me? I'm never going to show my face again. Like, that's a little different because, like, nowadays, like, I've been, like, thinking about that topic more uh, than I did recently and race, acknowledging yeah race like I don't think that acknowledging that someone is black or white is wrong like I think it's wrong to pretend like that doesn't matter because it's not wrong to be black hey Beth I don't see color no you do see color no not me that's stupid I'm different I look to in me the like I think that is stupid <laughs> like when I look in the mirror I just see I see nothing I'm like, oh, it's so hard to to brush my teeth. I Are you a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see any colors, man. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. Like, for the longest time, I thought that was okay. But, like, no. Acknowledge their heritage, their color, their whatever. Because when you're a stupid kid, it sounds good. Someone says, I don't see color. And you're like, yeah, that's real progressive sounding. I also don't see color. I can see that you're different. But you're not different at all. <laughs> not in my eyes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you might not be different, but you are different. Everyone's different. It doesn't matter if you, if everyone in the room is white. Everyone is different. Everyone's in the black, in the room is black. They're different. <laughs> like, and it, I don't think it's bad to notice that someone is black or white or Mexican or Chinese or whatever. Yeah, but what if you're talking to a Chinese or a sorry, a Mexican person and you're like, you know, I was just eating a burrito the other day and oh, I'm sorry, I don't see color. Well, that's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> that's completely stupid. Because what does that even have to do with color? <laughs> like, good. Maybe you were being racist because you ate a burrito once. Yeah, I don't know. Like, people, again, we need to be looking at people as individuals and not as one group of things that we don't understand. Is it raining? Yeah, it's raining. Like, it just all of a sudden started pouring. You know, because we live in Florida, and why not? Yeah. Hey, Daisy. And the dog doesn't like it very much, so she's in here whining. No, she'll never come in here unless something is happening, thunder or rain. She's like, nope, I don't like it. 
I like it one bit. Yeah, I don't know why she's so against the weather. <laughs> well, she wasn't for a long time. Like, the first half of her life, she was like, oh, it's raining, it's thundering and lightning, whatever, dude. Yeah, I don't even acknowledge that I'm now. I'm right here. Now she's like, hey, 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 hey. Did someone, like, did the garbage <laughs> truck go by too loudly? <laughs> I got the shakes. <laughs> but, um, like, I saw a thing where... <laughs> Oh no! Where did you see it? <laughs> on Twitter. Uh huh. By the way, we I you know I didn't want to do segments on this show, but we might have a uh, Beth comments on Twitter. What would we call that? Bitter. <laughs> yeah, bitter. <laughs> I don't know. Beth on Twitter. B O T. I mean, like I think you might be good to define the segments or whatever. Yes and no because. Like, I think some people do, like, we listen to a bunch of podcasts, and a lot of them, some of them do segments, and I think they do them well. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't, I'm almost. Like, a, I kind of like our loose format. <laughs> I'm afraid of the structure, because then I'm like, oh, no, what if I can't find something for, you know, well, you'll always have your freaking Twitter segment on a lockdown. Uh, no, because I like to read Twitter's tweets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to tweet lies. I like to tweet. <laughs> I could uh, I could give everyone fun like uh, Instagram pages to follow because it seems like I always find a new like artist or sculptor or someone that draws very well. It's like, hey man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna tell you this is what I was about to share from On Twitter. Twitter. From <laughs> Twitter. Um, whenever it was the Emmys or whatever. Uh, Patton Oswalt tweeted that two years ago he had an Emmy and he was at Arby's and he like took a picture of himself at Arby's and then this year he didn't win an, an Emmy but he was there with Meredith Salinger his girlfriend and so he was like um, he's like two years ago versus today no Emmy this time but a life that's turned pure gold thanks to Meredith Salinger so there's a Two different pictures, one with the Emmy and one with her. Mm -hmm. And so Arby's like made sandwiches that look like them, like cut out their faces and everything. So like made a picture in a sandwich and like shared it with them. It's like, this deserves a sandwich. Hashtag make my sandwich. That's really good. You need to send that to me so I can put that up. I will because it really does look like them. So I thought <laughs> that was really cool. That he posted that he was at Arby's after the Emmys. <laughs> and then they were like, we're going to make a sandwich out of your face. Man, I like we have like changed our diet so much that we there is very little trash eating that happens. Like no bread, no sugar, none of that fun stuff. Uh, here's a little secret. We're on vacation this week. And I feel like even though we're not going anywhere, that I want to live like we're on a cruise and just like hit every buffet in a freaking 20-mile <laughs> radius. Mm. And uh, see if we can uh, get kicked out of any of them. <laughs> so you talk about Arby's, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's get that fake melted cheese on there that is not melted cheese. It's just, it's always liquid, whether it's cold or hot. It's just always liquid, and it just tastes like cheese. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's not cheese. <laughs> Whatever it is, it for sure isn't cheese. <laughs> But it tastes so good. It tastes so dang good. Another thing that's kind of funny um, from Twitter. Mm, interesting. <laughs> is that Jimmy Fallon 
posted, if you want to give me a present, I would love this. Do a random act of kindness and tweet me after you do it. You can be detailed or just say happy birthday, Jimmy. So for his birthday, he said, do something as a random act of kindness and then tweet it to him. So Walmart said, hey, at Target, you guys look great in red. Happy Ah, birthday, Jimmy. (laughs) Bazinga. That's really funny. Also, I have to find, I want to find his, uh, his Twitter. But Jeremiah, Jeremiah Watkins, he's a comic and he does uh, a podcast. Well, he's on Kill Tony as the leader of the band, the Kill Tony band. But he also has his own podcast called Jeremiah Wonders. Mm -hmm. And uh, forever, he has, since the inception of his podcast, he has done the kindness challenge. And he talks about like a nice thing that he did. And he's like, hey, you guys should try and like, you know, do a kindness challenge. And if you want to tell me about it. Uh, yeah, if you want to follow Jeremiah Watkins, the originator of the Kindness Challenge, it's at Jeremiah Stand Up. Uh, but yeah, he, um, that's just funny. I don't know if Jimmy Fallon stole that, but I'm going to say he did. I mean, even so, it's promoting like good, uh, good things in the world. And so. we didn't get a fun joke out of it. Yeah, I mean, Walmart, hilarious. <laughs> yeah, two, two multi-multi-billionaires taking jabs at each other. Oh, man, that's so funny. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing that I saw that was really crazy is, um, I guess the U.S. House candidate for Arizona, Dr. Paul Gosar. Bearer. Oh, sorry, what? No. (laughs) Now back to our horrible old movie. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Like, at the, where I work, there's a guy that talks like that, like, sounds exactly like Dr. Paul Bearer. Uh, no. But in Arizona, there's a, a guy, I guess he's running for a house seat, and he, like, his opponent has a commercial that has all this guy's, like, siblings and their spouses, talking about how awful he is yes <laughs> did you see the commercial no but i love it gosh like they're like this guy is not for healthcare. he is not for this he is not for that and then at the end it shows their last name they're like i'm his brother or brother-in-law <laughs> dude that's amazing <laughs> i wait who is this person that did this the the guy that did that ran the commercial against his <laughs> um let me see because I'm telling you right now. Is it Joe Perdicone? Wow, that's a name, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, what state is this in, did you say? I think it's Arizona. Man, they do not play in Arizona. That's hilarious. I love that so very much. That yeah, is- and the, the guy um, posted and said, My siblings who chose to film ads against me are all liberal Democrats who hate President Trump. These disgruntled Hillary supporters are related by blood to me, but like leftists everywhere, they're they put political ideological ideology ideology (laughs) ideology before family. Stalin would be proud, dude. By the way, that guy just Michael Richard himself because he was like, (laughs) "Hey man, I'm gonna admit that these are my blood relatives and also throw them under the bus." Yeah. Instead of like trying to freaking what is it judo it. Like just judo re- chop, yeah. Instead of trying to freaking redirect instead of it, doing a Judy chop, <laughs> yeah. They he freaking that was the dumbest thing that guy could have said. 
Oh, well, I mean, just, what should he have said? I don't know. Not that they're a bunch of crybaby liberals. <laughs> <laughs> like what? If that, if by the way, if anyone that votes for that guy, they can't. One of the reasons that they vote for him, they can't justify to themselves anymore that he's a wholesome family man because clearly he would throw any of them yokels under the bus in hey, a heartbeat. It was shots fired. They threw him under first. Whatever, dude. Like, he's supposed do, to be like, what happens is... in your family that you go on another person's campaign ad and then start, start like, saying bad things about your family member listen if we had other family members or we had family members that went on other podcasts and talked smack about us yeah we could come on here and be like this son of a but if you're supposed to be an elected official that's supposed to be theoretically you're supposed to be above the fray you're supposed to be able to deal with stuff that comes in like that and instead you're like huh I'm crossing my arms and getting real mad about it. Like, okay, well, I guess you have, you have, we did have a, uh, a benchmark set for us when we voted our president in that we can just stamp our feet whenever we want and doesn't matter what we say, but we're not proving that we can be any better by being like, oh yeah, oh yeah, you said something nasty about me. Watch this. Stalin, you're a liberal. Bye, bye, bye. These are my blood, but I still hate their guts. Like that's well, yeah. I need to know like what happened in their family that they're like, we are not supporting you even by being silent. <laughs> yeah, like you don't <laughs> you don't get people to do that against you because you're a normally a great dude. Yeah, even though you just disagree politically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you never know. I mean, listen. I don't know. Maybe it's because in either of our families, there's not like hot political discourse. Uh, like I think we believe differently than our families do, but it's never like a point of contention to where it's like, oh yeah, well you're not invited to Thanksgiving. This I need year. to publicly embarrass you. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm starting my own podcast called The Trained Eye and DJ and <laughs> I'm Beth just gonna are analyze everything you say and call you out on everything yeah, stupid. It's gonna be that the, you say. <laughs> it's gonna be the untrained eyes, a bunch of idiots recap show. Yeah. <laughs> And can you believe what they said here? Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. You'll never believe what they said next. Tune in next time. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe it? Um, no, but <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, I don't know what you could do. Because sometimes my family, like my sister's will get loose on Facebook and I'm like, are you serious right now? You're embarrassing all of us by <laughs> taking it to the streets on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't, I try very hard not to talk any po politics on Facebook or Twitter or anything because I am not very well versed in it anyway. Like I know a lot about it. Because I've just listened to talk radio and it's been interesting for so long, but not I'm not smart, <laughs> you know, air quotes smart, smart enough to like uh, maybe sway anyone's opinion or anything. So I don't want if I can't do it in person very well, I definitely can't do it when there's just text involved. Oh yeah, <laughs> like that limits exactly what you're saying. Like, yeah, because there's no inflection. Like it's just. <laughs> And you always Print. think, you're like, well, maybe I'll be able to do it this time. You won't. <laughs> no. You will always get it wrong. Well, one thing I saw, I don't know, I don't know where I saw this. It may have been on Twitter. <laughs> it was definitely on Twitter. It probably was. It could have, yeah, it probably was. <laughs> uh, 
But apparently, like, um, you know, Donald Trump has a star on the Walk of Fame in Hollywood. Yeah, that keeps getting unearthed every other month. Well, someone, uh, a street artist, British street artist, Plastic Jesus, gave President Donald Trump's star bars over it to look like he was in jail. So... I guess he thinks he needs to go to jail, so he put bars over his star on the Walk of Fame. <laughs> Can we... Uh, okay, well, you did it. Well, he didn't, like, nail it down or anything. He used, like, double-sided tape, and, like, people tried to tear it off there. Because he, uh-huh. he said that he didn't want to, like, get a big bill from the city for, like, damaging property. So no. he just, like put some art over it. Yeah, so what he wanted was what we all want. We all want to find a cheap, easy way to get our name out there, and he just did it. Plastic Jesus. Yeah, he did it. Plastic Jesus, congratulations. You're not very original. You put (laughs) bars over a word. Cool. (laughs) You did it. Well, he put it over his star. Yeah, he didn't also leave his hometown. He just, like, I haven't seen it, but I'm going to imagine he cut out some construction paper and was like, these look like bars, and I'm going to... No, I think they're, like, made out of plastic. Like, they look like legit gel bars. I'm sure Plastic Jesus and what he makes things out of have nothing to do with each other. They were paper. They were Mm. paper bars made by Plastic Jesus. Either way... I don't think so. I saw them. (laughs) They don't look like paper. (laughs) You don't know. Okay. (laughs) Uh... The point is, is that this guy did... Well, he said, with, today I put at real Donald Trump behind bars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He didn't let it be found out. He was like, guys, 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 I can't just make this statement for people to just walk by and see. You have to not only know that it happened, so I put it on social media, but you have to know that I did it. It's not about Donald Trump or how he feels about him. It's about you knowing who he is. I guarantee to you that. That's why that's the difference between people that like do do th- do nice things or even do bad things and don't uh, broadcast it for everyone to see, and the people that do. They're like, oh, look at that! Like, did you do it because that's what you actually believe, or do you just want the notoriety? And he just wants the notoriety, and I guess he got. I mean, it. who doesn't? I guess. I mean, it's very ironic that I would say that as we are shooting our voices uh, into the <laughs> internet as far as we can possibly get them to go. Maybe I'm slightly jealous that he figured out a fun way to do it. Like maybe a I, quick way. <laughs> yeah, we live in you know Florida where there is no no one cares. The only thing about Florida is they're like, hey man, did you like do the world's longest line of cocaine or something? I don't get it. What what could what's good? What what does Florida have that we could put plastic bars over that would become news? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. This guy probably walked, you know, what, the equivalent of, you know, what, two miles to get to his house, or didn't even walk, he just Ubered there, put the bars over there, snapped a picture, dipped out uh, on the ride back to his house. Tweeted it. Tweeted it out, and was like, just waiting for them likes to roll in now, buddy. Hmm. Well, I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, how long? So, I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh, what else is new? <laughs> uh, anyway. What a douche. <laughs> um, so, here's a story, too, that our friends at Podful of Sunshine talked about. 
uh, earlier today. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. What about the giant bundles of marijuana that were washing up on the shores? You know, what about them? <laughs> I just think it's crazy that it says, like, the article I saw said that people were, like, fighting over them. Like, if, if I saw a big, giant bale of marijuana, like, I would not mess with it. No, I would be like, huh, look at that. Continuing on my walk. <laughs> like, maybe I would call the cops or something because, like, I, I've seen movies. <laughs> yeah. I've seen those knows. movies where people, like, take the weed or the coke or the money <laughs> and then someone's looking for them. <laughs> yeah. Best case scenario, you're going to have uh, the cops coming after you. Worst case scenario, it's like, <gasps> we were the guys who were supposed to get that marijuana. Yeah. It was we know supposed you to took be it. here and you were the only one in that area. Yeah, we're cutting off all your fingers to punish you before you tell us where it is. <laughs> I wonder, there it's got to be an amazing amount of marijuana that you have to have stolen for someone to cut digits off. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure some of it they have to count as a loss like any business owner. <laughs> but, like, if they can find out that you stole it and where you are, I'm sure they're going to come get it because it's money i mean they can find me (laughs) yeah but i don't know it's just crazy that people were fighting over it yeah by the way if i did decide i was going to take one of these bales uh and i start get picking it up and somebody's like hey that's mine i'm like okay (laughs) yeah you get do you have a gun no so i'm still gonna give it to you so here you go (laughs) (laughs) i'm calling the cops now (laughs) yeah i'm not fighting over this bag of going to jail (laughs) yeah it's just crazy because where were those? Where like they, because we saw that movie with Tom Cruise where he was like flying his plane and like dropping weed into the ocean or like into certain spots. Was it weed or was it that sweet? It sweet was cocaine. <laughs> yep. Was it cocaine and weed? I don't know. I think it was I mainly it was, cocaine. It was a lot of whatever it was. But yeah, like he was dropping it off. So, apparently, people are still doing that if it's in the water. Yeah, why wouldn't they? What, because they made a movie about it? Nah, dude. They're like, hey, man. Yeah, how do we this get works. this? works. How do we get this ganja to the U.S.? <laughs> <laughs> but another thing I saw about Hurricane Florence, which is the reason why that marijuana was, like, washing up, up into Florida, uh, is uh, Michael Jordan donated $2 million for the... Hurricane victims. Oh, word. Yeah. I thought that was a really nice thing to do. I didn't know he was still rich like that. Like, you can just give Ooh, away Michael money. Jordan? Yeah. Billionaire. Like, I heard he that is. he had a gambling problem. Oh, he definitely does. There is a... Uh, there's this podcast. What the heck is it well, called? Well, yeah. He's still getting paper from the Jordans, right? I'm sure. But he... There's this podcast called... I think it's called What really happened doesn't matter all i know is is that there is a prevailing theory that the reason that he initially retired even though he was like in his prime retired from the bulls was because of like crippling uh gambling debt and it was like i guess bleeding into his like professional life or whatever and uh that was the theory is is that that was the deal that he struck with the either the nba owner or the owner of the team or whatever that he would step down uh and there's also 
uh, a theory out there that the reason his because his I think his dad was murdered. Yeah, I think that is true. And the theory is is that uh, because of his gambling because debt, he wasn't paying his gambling debt. Whoa! And they were like, "Cool, cool, 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 dead." Yeah, how's that? Yeah. So that I mean, who knows? Like, if that's how could you true? ever forgive yourself if your parent was killed because you? Had a gambling problem, and you like you had the money, but you just didn't pay, and they got killed. And I mean, by all accounts, he you know liked to bet on everything, everything. I wish I could remember the name of that podcast. It's called like "What Really Happened" or something like that. Uh, but they have a whole episode on it, and it's uh, I mean, I, I can't remember if they say that anything is actually confirmed that they talk about, but it's all very interesting. I'll tell you that. If even half of it's true, then uh, what really happened? That is the name of the podcast. Okay. But all the all the episodes are named strangely, so it won't just say like the one about Michael Jordan. Maybe it's a royal legacy. Do do do, and it's not. That was the one about Princess Diana. That one was also crazy. A good episode, dude. That was a great episode. Yeah, I don't know which one it is, and I don't care. All I know is that Michael Jordan, he's definitely got some some stuff going on. So, yeah, good for him. Glad he donated. <laughs> yeah, glad he still got it like that. <laughs> well, you said that was North Carolina where that happened? Um, the the hurricane hit or that he donated to? Because I think that's where he went to, to college. Or I, I don't think I said. I think I just said that he donated to Florence Survivors. Mm. But it, did it mainly hit North Carolina? I don't know either. All I know is I, I'm uh, I'm vaguely sure that he went to whatever the Tar Heels are. Yeah, North Carolina. It says uh, basketball legend Michael Jordan is from Wilmington, North Carolina. There you have it. Just like I always knew 100% from the very beginning. Oh, is that right? That's what I always said. Well, here's something funny. Um, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Indiana man reportedly pistol whips friend of 50 years in dispute over Bruno Mars song. I mean, <laughs> that Uptown Funk gonna give it to you. Yeah, well, the guy was claiming that it was not Bruno Mars, so the other guy pulls up Shazam or some other music identifier and proves that it is, and then the guy's still, like, arguing with him and then, like, pistol whips him. But it never pistol whips him. <laughs> and then it never says that like what song it actually was in the article. <laughs> All right, hold that. <laughs> By the way, that's that is piss poor reporting cuz yeah. that's the only question anyone has. What was the name of the song? I mean, that is exactly right because I read through that whole article and like got to the end and I was like that's when they say, "Oh, they never disclose which which song it was this is why you need to fire this is why people still fire off emails because that is something you should write directly to the the contributor or to the writer the author or whatever and be like listen you're bad at your job you're very bad at it do you not know that that's all we care about <laughs> sir or ma'am no one cares about that we are interested in that he was pistol whipped yeah but it makes makes no difference if we don't know for what song I could just pistol whip somebody for no reason. Anybody yeah. could do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it takes any a special song. breed to be like, oh, no. What's another one? Grenade is the best. Good <laughs> Is that the name of the song? I have no idea. I didn't say. I, 
I no no no. I'm saying the name. <laughs> of oh, the, I don't know. Something about a grenade. I guess. Something about a girl with a busted face. It looks like a grenade went off on it. What is that one song? <laughs> it's like talking about hot combs and stuff. Perm. You gotta throw some perm on that attitude. No, I'm talking about the the grenade. You gotta relax. Like, I'm talking about the one. I know. Like, I'm just saying another song. You're another song. Yeah, I know what song you're talking about. Like, I catch a grenade for you. All right, I'm gonna give you a chance to Google that because I need to give the dog Google some... what? The song. <laughs> I don't know what the song was. He said they never well, said what the you... song was. Hey, why don't you let me segue <laughs> into I need to pause for a minute, you jerk. <laughs> All right, let me Google it. <laughs> yeah, Google it. Just do what I say like a good Look, wife sir, does. I'm gonna need you to throw some perm on that attitude. <laughs> Because you got to relax. <laughs> Sorry, I already paused it. No one heard any of that fun and fun joke you just said. <laughs> You're a liar. Yep. All right. <laughs> we will see you right in just a moment. Just a moment. One more moment. And we'll be right back. <laughs> and just like that, we're back with no interruption whatsoever. Or have we even left yet? Do we ever leave? I don't think we did. Is our dog still in the At least medicine? I didn't. I was waiting here. On yeah. Hot standby. <laughs> you Googled that, right? And found out what song it was? No, I actually looked at a few different news sources and no one knows because they didn't capture it in the police report. Cause, so they're trying to blame the police like they always do. Yeah, they did not go door to door asking. <laughs> Stupid. Well. Stupid. No, this is the reporter's fault. This is not the policeman's fault. Okay, because they said it to the policeman, and I'm sure the policeman wrote it down and did their due diligence. But they said they did not, and it wasn't just one news source. Yeah, they did that because they didn't want to sully Bruno anymore. They were like, no, we can't drag his name further into the mud. They know what song it was. Okay, I don't think they really care about Bruno. (laughs) Who, the media? I don't know. The liberal, left-leaning media? Mm, I guess that depends on what media you're... The liberal left-leaning media. Watching, because I, I don't think that all media is liberal or left-leaning. I don't even know or care. I just think it's sensational-leaning. It's not left oh, or yeah, right. Oh, yeah, definitely it's just... sensationalized. Because <laughs> there was... Uh, I don't know how this plays in. Like I had a lot of articles that I pulled up that I never got to, and one of the ones that I wish I had gotten to is something about how paypal dropped alex jones which doesn't even like, like all those what <laughs> all those words he don't even make accept sense money <laughs> the headline was paypal is the latest company to ban info wars which seems uh bizarre drastic. like what yeah. is what does paypal have to do with info wars says info- are people donating to his cause info wars has been issued another ban this time from PayPal. Nice work, uh, Mallory Locklear. Well, is InfoWars still a thing? Like, does he have any platforms left? I mean, I'm sure he could he could hit up Pinecast. I mean, they haven't. Uh, <laughs> that's who yeah, but that. the plate. <laughs> yeah, but they distribute the information to different platforms that he's been banned from. So <laughs> I don't know. SoundCloud might not have. Uh, might not Maybe. abandon them yet. I mean, I haven't heard anything about it, but I don't know. 
I just don't. I'm trying to skim this article, and I just, I just don't understand. It says the company notified Infowars on Thursday that it would no longer, oh, that it would no longer process the site's store transactions, giving Infowars ten days to find a new processor. PayPal said the site had violated its acceptable uses policy, according to inf- acceptable uses policy, according to Infowars. Oh, okay, I guess Infowars let this lady know what's up that they said that PayPal said, man, you're just too mean. You're just too mean. We just don't want to be associated with you. Yeah, which is whatever, PayPal. That's how like, pay- this, this whole is- thing kind of makes me think of that one show that's on Amazon where there's some kind of like alternate universe where the Nazis won. Oh, that did world's what is dumbest it, the show. Ta- what is it called? The Man in the High Tower. Yeah, where they're all like getting this, like people are seeing this random video and they're like, well, there oh was a God. democracy. By the way, if you love that show, you're wrong. I'm sorry that you love this show, but you are incorrect. I'm I mean, sure... we tried to watch it for a while, but I mean. I went further than you did. I, I was like. Because a lot of people I know like the show, so I was like, you know what? I think I don't remember what you were doing, but I was like, I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna watch every episode of this. And I got through like seven episodes and was like, I can't do it anymore. It's the worst show on television. It basically just a quick rundown, just so you don't waste your time if you haven't already started. Uh, is it? Basically, is the what Beth just said? It's an alternate version of how uh, World War II might have turned out, where the Nazis won, and then at some point you get a glimpse of what looks to be a film from another dimension or another time or something. Where resistance? It's the, it's the America that we know, like you and I currently know now, where the Nazis did not win. And everyone's like, dude, what's that all about? And they're like, I don't know, man. We can't ever talk about that again. Let's go. And they don't really mention any kind of crazy interdimensional time traveling or anything. Just like, hey, man, we got to. Is anyone going to find out that we're with the resistance? I mean, maybe they do later on in the show. But like from what we watched, they didn't. It seems like if it's what the show Fringe could have been if it was terrible. (laughs) but i really like that show exactly if you've seen the television show fringe and you're thinking about watching the man in the high castle just watch fringe again like fringe seemed like a modern day Mm x-files i guess but the character seemed more involved with the um like walter the mad scientist had more to do with things that were going on in the background Mm mm-hmm of the crazy uh, misunderstood or um like i don't know like things unexplained things that were going on in the show but that and but the thing is is that that show built up and then had a payoff like it didn't just build up to nothing which is what I felt, because uh, I never got to the end of Man in the High Castle, but again, I know people that have watched the show, and they explained the ending of season one to me, and I was like, okay, so nothing. You got basically no answers. Cool. I'm definitely not wasting my time on that, or season two that came out recently. Well, I have a hard time watching shows where you have to, like... That DJ Qualls are in. <laughs> was he in it? He was in it. 
No, I like him. But, like, I have a hard time watching shows where, like, there's some kind of big brother that you have to be on high alert for all the time. Because, I, I don't know, like, that is a huge fear for me, I guess. Well, and like 1983 to... pretty much got it in one. They were like, it, that, uh, who is it? 1984. Jo- what did I say? 1983. You know, that's the second time I've done that in the past six months. Somebody was like, I'm sorry, what book are you saying? Are you saying your own your own birth year? Is that what you're trying to tell us? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, if you were born into that kind of system, then you wouldn't know the difference. But no. I, yeah, like I couldn't, I don't know, like being free, I guess, to a degree and then having to watch what you say. George Orwell, that's who wrote it. Yeah. I kept wanting to say Orson Welles. Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, you're the Orson Welles right now, preaching propaganda. <laughs> exactly. Over a broadcast. <laughs> this isn't being broadcast. I mean. <laughs> that we know of. Could you imagine what that was like whenever that, like, Orson Welles broadcast? War of the Worlds. And yeah. People were like, and Jesus pe- Christ, everyone run for the hells. Yeah, they believed it. I've never listened to it. I've heard it's interesting to listen to, but I would like to really hear like how many times, because I've always heard people say that he says during the show multiple times, this is not real. This is a dramatic reading of a story. But like if you're, if you just get home from your farm job or whatever, like you park the tractor, <laughs> come inside, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And get, a, more. <laughs> get a cool glass of lemonade and then sit down and turn on your radio like odds are you're not starting from the beginning maybe and all of a sudden you just hear that we're being attacked no but they went to commercial and my understanding is in between (laughs) the commercial breaks uh they were like not real don't be stupid and people were like sorry we're as dumb as they come here we go we just got off our tractors well i I mean (laughs) just like any other commercial break maybe you're like oh i've had too much lemonade i'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick out to (laughs) my outhouse (laughs) out to my outhouse i walk past my tractor i pat old betsy on the tire and say you done good today and i go and take a leak in the old outhouse (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then come back just as the show's resuming. Panic. <laughs> Man, speaking of panic, I thought we weren't recording. But yeah. we are. Okay, great. By the way, if we hadn't been recording, I would have done an outro instead of an intro this time and been like, hey guys, I thought we were recording. We recorded for 15 more minutes and I turns out we didn't. So this is all you get. See ya. Like what year was War of the Worlds? That's a great question. I don't have an answer for you. It was in radio years. Yeah. Like, that seems like a magical time, kind of. Like, not for some people that were oppressed, for sure. But, like, in a time where you had to, like, sit and use your imagination instead of, like, watching something come to life on the screen. That seems like... I don't know. It seems like it... Like a more creative time, I guess. Well, I mean, it was like any crazy idea was so much easier to get through because no one had had it before. Right. So you were like, hey, man, I'm going to do this crazy dramatic reading. Yeah. Then it was performed as a Halloween episode of the series on Sunday, October 30th, 1938 and aired 1938 and aired over the CBS radio network. 
Yeah, isn't that crazy that all the major networks were radio stations first? Because is there a CBS radio station now? I mean, there might be a, like some kind of affiliate, but it's not their main jam. It's just crazy that 50 years later, we were like, man, what were you guys thinking? Yeah. That's when I was born. Like, uh, I saw this, um, like, I like to watch shows where it, like, tells you the origin stories of, like, I don't know, products sometimes. Like, um, like I saw this one where it showed how, like, TV was invented by this farmer <laughs> named Farnsworth, I think. Ha, really? Mm-hmm. Just like... Just like happened in the old Futurama. Yeah, tales. I think that was his name. But um like how he like got into a battle with RCA, which was like a major radio production um studio, I guess, during the time and like they didn't want him to like Get release all up the in their TV. Biz. <laughs> well, they wanted to release their TV. Wait, was that on Drunk History or something too? Mm, no, I don't think so. Like I saw some, um, like documentary series. Maybe I was like going in and out of it. I think maybe I told you. you about it after I saw it. But I, it was a really interesting story. How like they like kept going back and forth, like with lawsuits and like patents, and then he like in the end like lost the patent, and then also uh, didn't really get any notoriety from it. Even though he was the one that invented the TV. I may have seen this with you. Or maybe you were just like, you gotta see this. Let's watch it again. Yeah. I mean, it was a really good story. It's interesting, for sure. And, I, like, I really like stories like that. So you can know, like, what happened during the creation of something. Like, I'm really glad that one of the two of us is interested in stuff like that. Because I watch stuff like that. And I, I am, on the surface, interested. I'm like, yeah. This is cool. People are interested in stuff like this. And then I watch it and I'm like, I wonder what's going on on Instagram right now. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I'm like that too if a story's not that interesting. But I'm I just, thought that was a good one. I have been too doped up to uh, by, you know, Marvel movies to be able to enjoy just like actually interesting documentaries. <laughs> like that's why it's funny. Cause Netflix kind of figured it out by doing that. What is that show called? Explained where they do like weekly mini, like 17 minute documentaries on stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, that is, even though I, I don't think some of them are very super well researched. I do think it's an interesting prospect to be like, yeah, people want to feel smart like they watch a documentary, but they don't want to watch the whole thing like dummies like DJ. Well, they but, want a quick rendition of it. They don't want to watch an hour and a half of an explanation. Yeah, and we can give like, hey, DJ, we made this just for you. You Which, can feel intelligent and you're not. <laughs> well, I learned a lot about the stock, the stock market about, by watching that show because I had no idea really like how that worked until we saw it. Is that where all our pennies have been going? Not penny trading now on me. No, <laughs> I've been hoarding them in a coffee can, dude. Of the <laughs> two of us, you could definitely do that if you want to go all Wolf of Wall Street on us and get us millions from penny stocks. I have no idea how it works, and I probably watched that episode with you, and I probably know less now. That's the problem <laughs> with stuff like that that's already slightly complicated that I think I have an idea about. I watch something like that, and I'm like. Oh, I do know less now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't realize that they were like monitoring like whole like industri- 
industries like the car industry or like um like computer stuff or whatever like they're not just one stock it's the whole group of what's going on in that industry so i don't know like i thought it was very interesting like if you have any if you have no idea what's going on with the stock market watch one of those episodes and it'll give you like the slightest hint like it's not very in depth but like it tells you what are those like 12 to 17 minutes long yeah, Something but there's some crazy. interesting ones. They did one on the racial gap, the racial wealth gap. I think that's the first episode, which is very informative because, like, I had no idea. Because you think everything is equal now, but it really isn't. It never was. No, it never was. And, like, it, like even though it seems like we've come so far, like, it still isn't. So that, and then, like, they, they do one on marijuana that is kind of I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that people basically are like what are the two that people mainly do sativa and what's indica. Yeah, and that basically we're like, yeah, you're basically just playing yourself cuz there is no <laughs> difference anymore. It, there's just the effect. Cuz there's so <laughs> many different hybrids that it's all hybrids now. Yeah. It's basically what's going to happen to humans eventually. We're all going to be like there's so many different races and then we're going to look around and be like we're all the same color. <laughs> I thought there was a lot of races, but as it turns out, there's just one now. <laughs> yeah, but I we all know. melted into this one thing. I'm trying to there's see. a lot of people trying to resist that. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good freaking luck, man. Yeah, and it's yeah. Isn't it funny that we live in one of the states that's like probably more famous for resisting against that like we got a bunch of old people that are set in their ways <laughs> oh yeah like people don't hear f- the word florida and immediately think wow a bastion of progressive thinking <laughs> no i think people think of florida and then they're like the garbage can for america <laughs> well it seems like pedophiles like escape down here they're like oh i'm gonna go and hide in florida I mean, there's literally on, like, news outlets, they have, like, their own Florida section because we are so... Which I read I read something years ago that said that that's not actually the case. It's just for whatever reason it gets reported more or picked up more in Florida. Uh, but I that just... I wonder why. I don't know because I... Maybe it's because we have such a mishmash of people, like no one, like there are very, not very few, but it seems like there are less people that are just from Florida than are like... Migrate down here. Yeah, you're usually, if you're from Florida, you're probably like one generation removed from like, oh yeah, my parents moved here from wherever, or my grandparents moved down here from wherever. You're not like, yeah... My family's lived in Florida since the freaking pilgrims hit Plymouth. They went down to Florida and said, good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, my mom was born in Florida, but I wasn't. <laughs> I was born in Michigan. <laughs> but, like, I think her mom and her dad were both born in Alabama. I think, I wonder, I think my parents were born in Florida. I know my dad was. I don't know if my mom was. I imagine she was. But I don't think my grandparents on either side were. Were they from Italy or? No, uh, my great grandparents on my mom's side were, and my I don't know, but my great 
I don't know. My great grandfather, I know he lived somewhere where he was able to get run over by a streetcar when he was a kid. So wherever they have streetcars, he was from one of those places. Because he was, by the time I knew him, he was very super duper old and he was, he was at least mute and deaf maybe. He might have also been blind, but I think he was just deaf and mute, even though they call him deaf and dumb, which I thought at the time was funny. I was like, what? <laughs> Why was he mute? I don't know. The, the streetcar ran him over and I guess it like ran over part of his head. Oh, and, and he was uh, never the same. Drained his bramage. Uh, and by the way, this dude, he's, I, I wish I had a chance to actually know him and see if he could actually like, you know, write down words and get his story because he was still able to, without learning sign language, he was still able to make it through life period. Uh, but he was able to start the machine shop that my, grandfather my dad my uncle like my whole family basically like grew up in and so this was your grandfather's dad yeah okay and uh was still able to be like a machinist and was able to start a business that lasted for decades and he did it and he couldn't speak and he couldn't uh hear that's crazy and awesome and couldn't do sign language (laughs) (laughs) He was like, I'm the American dream. Yeah, exactly. He came from less than nothing. Could you imagine that, though? Like, it would be one thing to do that and no sign language, but just to be like, yeah, I'm going to do what regular people would do if they went deaf tomorrow. I'm going to say, I'm thirsty and put a glass up to my face, or I'm hungry and make a shoveling motion into my face. Well, I mean, like, learning sign language is one thing, but I would guess that 80% of people don't know it anyway. So, That's a very specific number you just gave, but I'm gonna go with it too. But I'm gonna. I say mean, I don't know that for sure, but I don't know sign language, I'm and I only s- know one person in our circle of friends that does. I'm gonna say we know eighty or only eighty-one percent of people don't know. Why would you say eighty-one? Because that means if I'm closer, are we on the prices right here? <laughs> win. <laughs> I win the podcast if uh, it's more than eighty percent. Guess what? You never win the podcast. Don't I? Not as long as I'm on here with you. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Girl, you cray. I am. Um, speaking of cray, Kanye <laughs> and his son Saint. Is that his name? Nope. Well, maybe. He's got, uh, what is it? Northwest. Yeah, but he has, does he have two sons? Or a son and a daughter? He definitely has children of some kind. I'm sure they exist. By the way, I really appreciate you bringing me this uh, drink of carbonated water. Um, in case anyone's wondering, it's grapefruit flavored from Winn-Dixie. But she put it in a fun American flag Budweiser koozie. Yeah. Well, I didn't want it to get hot, and we have those koozies that are just going to waste because we don't drink beer anymore. Uh, so. I just looked up and saw that Budweiser, and I was like, that's funny. I miss beer, kind of. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just wanted your beverage to stay cold. And I appreciate that. Anyway, Kanye and Saint uh, went to a baseball game, and like it was a shot. Blah. I cannot talk today. Sorry, guys. <laughs> the Chicago Cubs and the White Sox at Game Three. Chicago and 
um, Saint threw out the first pitch, and then Kanye threw out a pitch. And so, everyone just was like cuted to death. They were like, oh my God, it's so cute. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I'm guessing that those pitches don't matter or else, like, is that two strikes? Or... Yeah. All I know is that Kanye Balls. West is going to go down. Like, when he's an old man, uh, he's either going to have a memoir pre-written or he's going to finally give that interview or he's like, he's going to have all these recordings that he's just going to release one day and be like, you guys all thought I was crazy, but watch this. And it's going to be just a series of videos that prove that he's like, this is what I'm going to do. And this is what I expect the outcome to be. And he's going to have predicted that like Donald Trump is going to be president and me and him are going to be best buds. We're going to give each other nucks all the time and Mm -hmm. it's going to be great. Uh, He's. Well, I think it's crazy too. Cause was it, who was it that he was on their show and they asked him about that? They were like, you're uh, uh, man show. What is his name? Jimmy uh, Kimmel. Yes. When he was like, oh yeah, you're famously on record for saying that George Bush doesn't like white people or black people. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. Uh, George Bush doesn't like black people, but here you are like endorsing Donald Trump. Like who loves women too much. <laughs> yeah, and black people. Because <laughs> there are good people on both sides. You know, the Nazi, white supremacist, and the everyday citizens. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, and then like he just like paused for a second and then they went to break. So I don't know what his answer would have been. I don't know if he did have an answer after that. Because I didn't see the show. He did. I remember when that story first came out, they also included the, the just the fact. They didn't include a link. But they included the fact that, uh, I guess, the Jimmy Kimmel show had posted the whole like 20-minute interview on YouTube. And I watched it. I'd say I watched probably like 15 minutes of it. And uh, I came away from that part of the interview that I watched with two impressions. One is that... Uh, are all those interviews for those late night shows super long and they cut them down to, you know, the to fit the time frame, seven to 10 minute segment. I'm that sure. They put in. Uh, and Kanye West, when he's like, you would think that he would spin out the longer he talks. Like he would just, you would just see him come unraveled, but he really doesn't like he, he at least is more measured than you would imagine him to be like he's not clearly not super duper grounded because he's you know uh, i mean look at his life i can't imagine a lot of people are going to be grounded if they're living the life that he's lived uh, up until now but he's i don't know he's even though i don't think he's right i think he might be a little crazy he is a lot more thoughtful than i think people would give him credit for and i think that uh, something like Jimmy Kimmel, like where they are going to clearly, I didn't know they're going to edit down like a 20 plus minute interview to, to a couple of minutes or seven or seven to 10 minutes. Like there's going to all, there's inevitably going to be something lost there. I'm so not, do you remember what his response was? No, I, I was hoping I could just, you know, pontificate long enough that you would forget <laughs> that I had said I actually watched it. No, because it was just so long ago that, like, I I don't think I ever thought about bringing it up on the show, and I just remember watching it. And he, I do remember him answering, and it not being, you know, an insane answer. That's just the thing about him is like he's not any more insane than anyone I've ever talked to. 
Like, I wouldn't, if he was nobody and I just talked to him, I wouldn't be like, hey, this guy is especially crazy. We should watch out for him. Like, I would be like, oh, okay. There's a guy that can hold a conversation. Moving on with my life forever. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, maybe he supports him in the same way that, like, Dave Chappelle made the Used joke. To. yeah. <laughs> well, did he support him? Uh, I think he supported the idea of supporting him. When he on Saturday night, Saturday Night Live was like, you know, I'm gonna give him a chance. I think. Oh, he, I, okay. I forgot about that. I think. But he, whenever he made the joke on his comedy special, when he like he was talking about all these like downtrodden voters like going to vote <laughs> for him, and then he was like, "Uh, he's working for me." Yeah, <laughs> a black now. rich man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he is not working for you. Uh, I love Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's so funny. But, like, I don't know. Like, I can see why he would be supporting him for that aspect. But for any other, I don't know. I don't think he does. I mean, it's... Well, I mean, he said he does. So even if he doesn't, like, he's endorsed him. Well, yes and no. I mean, he did it on a comedy special. Like, I think you can only take that with a grain of salt because it's... I don't know. It's it's such a weird line that uh, some comedians will walk with their specials or with what they do on stage. Are you talking about Dave Chappelle or Kanye West? I'm talking about Dave Chappelle. I'm talking about Kanye West. And that's why I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't think that Dave Chappelle is... Okay, yeah, okay. ...a fan of his right now. Yeah, okay. I think I... he was just making a joke that... <laughs> <laughs> I was all these say, people I that are uninformed you're like he's working for us <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like uh no he's working for me <laughs> no kanye in my opinion again don't know him clearly otherwise i'm sure this po- i would have had him on at least once by now like yo yay i don't even need a free pair of yeezys i think they're i was gonna say i think they're ugly but i don't even know if i've ever even seen a pair. i think they're ugly uh so there it is you got it here Hot but takes. like isn't that crazy though like if something is expensive even if it's ugly oh my god i think i just turned it off anyway uh i need you to tell us what's going on there with the oh my god oh my god <laughs> you cannot have that kind of reaction and then not say what it's about because i just closed the story that i had up that i was gonna abandon uh but i came up anyway what was oh it? my god this isn't it but i saved this this is my you're gonna have your uh what do we say bitter segment where beth, yeah beth twitters and Bitters. i'm gonna i'm gonna have my didn't have to read the article section whatever we're gonna call that because i found this gem uh this was from three days ago as of the 24th of september from page six, Blake Lively wears a skirt for the first time in months. <laughs> is that newsworthy? Yes. Clearly Why? it is. I was scrolling past and saw that and it was like, well, that's amazing. Somebody said yes and then wrote an article about it. <laughs> Who wrote that article? You know what? Let's open her up and see. Like, that is the most ridiculous thing. Why wouldn't she wear a skirt, I wonder? Like, now but, I'm kind of intrigued by it because, like, she's, like, beautiful. She's always had, like, a model, like, like tall, long, thin body. So like, this was written by Melissa Minton. So I can't imagine that she would ever be like, oh, I can't wear that. <laughs> Even after she had her children. Okay, you know, you know Blake Lively. Tell me if this is something famously known about her. Blake Lively famously does not have a stylist. 
Mm. Do you know, was that something you famously knew? No, it is not. Recently. I mean, if she doesn't, then she does a really good job of styling herself. Let me just say one, two, three, four, five paragraphs on how she wore a skirt for the first time in months. Five paragraphs. And I'm going to read all five. Buckle up. No. No. (laughs) No, he isn't. I would never do that. I'm not. Well, how ridiculous is that? Who cares? Like, I I feel like I wear jeans more than anything. But that... I mean, I'm not famous, for sure, but uh, if she doesn't want to wear a skirt... Who cares? Oh, this is, you know what? This is not what I was going to bring up, but I wanted to ask you about this on the podcast because I don't, I've never asked you this and I keep, this keeps coming up with the new Captain Marvel movie that's coming out. Is it about slapping an old lady? No, it's the, (laughs) it's how uh, Brie Larson, she just uh, like, I don't know. She just released this thing on Instagram because apparently people have been saying about the trailer for Captain Marvel, which looks I cannot wait for that movie. It's going to be amazing. Uh, is that when's it coming out? I think it comes out at either the end of this year or the beginning of next year. But um, it's people have been saying, "Oh, she doesn't smile at all. She's only got one expression." Captain in the whole. Marvel. Yeah. Okay. Which is Brie Larson? She's the one that's going to be playing Captain Marvel. Um, okay. And they're saying she's only got, you know, she's just got the serious face on the whole time. And it's the same face in every scene. And why isn't she smiling? So she decided on Instagram to, uh, I guess she had a bunch of photoshops made of all like the serious Marvel men. But had them photoshopped with smiles on, like (laughs) in their different like promo stuff. And like I've heard, I keep hearing this and I swear I've been meaning to ask you this forever but is it a thing where men in your life have been like gone past you and been like, hey, what are you doing? You should smile. You uh, look so much better if you smile. It's not just men. But I've It's n- people. Like any everyone expects you to smile. That's I to me, that's insane because I have never thought that. And I have never said that. I would never, even if I thought that, I would never say that to anyone. <laughs> but do people usually just smile? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> like people say, people have told me in the past that I've one of our one of our one of my good friends told me that for the longest time, like when we knew each other in high school, that he thought I was like just this mean dude that hated him because I just I just looked mean. Yeah, me too. Uh, and but I, but no one ever was like, "Hey, you need to smile." But I never made it a point to smile. Like, if anything, I try and make it a point to look at people now. Like, now that I know that people think that I look like I hate them, I try and lean into that. <laughs> <laughs> so they won't bother you? Yeah. Yeah. No, I I don't know. Like, I think I smile just as a default. If I lock eyes with someone, I think I do. But I don't, I don't know. Like, I think people expect that. Mm. I don't know. But like, there's a, th- a person at work I know that is just, like, mm. like, they don't smile. And then, like, there's people that are, like, hey, you should smile. And they're, like, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, if anyone ever told me to smile, I would be, like, hey, you look like you need a red mark on the side of your face in the shape of my hand. I think people just use that as, like, a cue that they're wanted. Not wanted, like, in a sexual way, but, like, wanted... To be interacted with. Like, oh, it's you. Let me smile. I'm happy that you're here. But I'm not. <laughs> well, I'm not I mean, that's here. that's the thing, though. If you don't smile, then they 
they were like, okay, well, I probably should move on. Nah, dude. I just think, I just, I don't know. I heard about it so much now with this Brie Larson thing. That, or Is that her name? Uh, I think you said it was. I don't know. But, but like, I, I mean, in a movie, I can't see people telling someone to smile. But in real life, yeah, people, I feel like they kind of look for that as a welcome signal. So, I mean, I think I just do it naturally. I'm like, I don't know try to be a nice person and i'm like hey it's good to see you smiling that you're here but i don't know i've just seen a bunch of on- articles and tweets and stuff about people like oh yeah men have always been telling us to smile since the dawn of time and like well it's not just men though like because i work with mostly women and like the person i was just talking about a woman tells her to smile all the time and she's like no <laughs> I wish the <laughs> listeners could see my face right now. It is just contorted. I don't. Yeah. I mean, if you don't feel like smiling, then for sure don't. You don't have to put on a face for a stranger or anyone if you're if you're not really feeling it. But if you. I think the new answer to that is, polite. hey, you should smile. Be like, hey, you should give me a hundred bucks. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're both going to do something we don't want to do. So I'll smile after you give me $100. I mean, I will that have seems a, reason. a little perverse, I guess, if you're. Whatever, dude. I'll be your smile whore for paid. 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see that Franklin Sun. Yeah. Well, I'm going to need you to deposit that 100 bucks back into our bank account. <laughs> I'm going to deposit it into my pocket account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, it is a weird thing, but I think that's, like, people are expecting it so they know, like, how to, that, like, whatever they do towards you is, like, welcomed. Yeah, I think maybe, I don't know, it'll never happen. I say it'll never happen, it'll happen tomorrow, but, like, I don't know. My thing would be like, hey, I'm not here to make you comfortable. What do you mean I should smile? I don't know, I just can't get over that. I've I've been holding back asking you that. In real life, so we could talk about it on the podcast, and I just, I'm just so blown away that that's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> it is a thing. Like no one has ever told me to do it because I do it. I think I just do it. You just read the room, and we're like, mm, I'll just smile and just head it off. Yeah, like, rather than have someone be like, Hey, what's wrong, sweetie? What's yeah. wrong there, sweetie pie? Why don't you give us a smile? Let's see the pearly whites. Yeah, I think that's a defense mechanism. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and smile so you don't ask me why I'm not smiling because I don't want to talk to you. By the way, I'm here to tell you that even if you don't smile, people will still come and say the thing they want to say because when I'm out there working, sweating my face off, and I got a homeowner about to come out and ask me a dumb question, and I can feel the dumb question when they're in their house. And they're making their way from one side of the house they, to like, the other. They like crack their blinds looking at you. Yeah, I can just feel the heat of how dumb their question is. And then they open the door and I will always shoot them a look that is like, hey man, does this look like the face of someone you should be talking to? No. And you know what they do every time? Like, hey man, uh, uh, I heard that uh, if you do this one thing, that the pool, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh really? You're paying thousands of dollars (laughs) busy here (laughs) yeah i'm busy dying a little bit okay i'm literally your slave right now so can you please just let me do my slave work thank you can you you just watch me build the pyramids from inside your house (laughs) yeah get fanned eat your grapes do whatever it is you do and leave me alone you paid you paid 
tens of thousands of dollars for professional people to come out and build your pool. If you think that I haven't thought of whatever it is your neighbor's cousin thought of, well, then I don't know what to tell you. Then you hired the wrong company. <laughs> you better yeah. shred that contract immediately. <laughs> well, my neighbor's cousin told me. <laughs> yeah, he said the water table's very high in this neck of the woods. Yeah. What are y'all doing about that? I'm worried that my pool might just pop up right up out the ground. <laughs> <laughs> We have to change the subject. I will bitch about customers all the rest of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, it's crazy how someone who is uninformed about something can get so fired up about what they don't understand. So they just get angry and you're like, okay, well, let me explain it to you. There's nothing really we can do about it. This is just what it is. And I, listen, I've come to a, an understanding that I didn't have for a long time, which was, you know... Granted, the majority of the people are going to ask me really stupid questions, but they're not stupid because I spend all day thinking about this dumb thing that I do for a living, mm -hmm. and they have never thought about it until they paid a lot of money for it. So suddenly they're like, hmm, I am going to spend a little more time thinking, hey, what of this? What of this thing I've thought of in my... I'm going to ask you a question that you probably never thought of, even though you've been doing this since high school. <laughs> uh, yeah. You were literally born into a shovel, and you just were... Anyway. <laughs> so, I get it. I think about it all the time. So, I'm like, what do you mean you didn't think about this? What do you... What do you but at the same time, if I give you an answer, take it. Take it or... Tell my boss that you need someone else to do this for you, which there will be no one because I'm it for yeah. now. Uh, not that there can't be someone else. I actually hope there is someone else. That would take a lot of pressure off me. Uh, but well, I was just thinking. <laughs> this is why it's great. This is why uh, like uh, car dealerships don't assemble the cars on site. Because the customer would just be there like, hey, 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 what are you, why are you putting the bumper on now? Why don't you wait till the end? Like, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they're like, nope, they're just pre-made. That would be the greatest thing if we did sell like above ground pre-made pools. We just are like, yep, we just got to figure out how to get a forklift back here and you're done. <laughs> yeah, we just have to dig out the hole, insert it, and then that's it. But people would still be like, well, I don't know if you dug out enough dirt on that end. I don't know. <laughs> I've heard that dirt expands once you take it out of the hole. What are you doing with all that extra dirt? Hey, what are you doing with all that <laughs> extra dirt? <laughs> what do you guys do with it Like once you dig it out? Uh, people want that dirt. Not, not the customers, but I'm just saying like either the guy that... Do they sell it? Sometimes they sell it. Sometimes people just are like, oh, what are you going to do with this? And they'll be like, hey, can you drop it off? I cannot tell you how many people drive past and are like, hey, what are y'all doing with that dirt? You mind if I come by and get a coat? I don't care what you do with it, man. Yeah, it's take it away. not mine anymore. Get it out of here. Huh, <laughs> I never thought of that before. Dude, people what love... What are y'all doing with that dirt? I get so <laughs> many randoms that'll come... Hey, hey, what... They'll first be like, hey, what's going on back there? And I'm like, I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> they're like, oh, I was just passing through and I saw there was some work being done. I'm like, I'm sorry. Again, you're not, who are you? <laughs> you don't get to come back here. He's like, you can, but I'm not inviting you back here, sir. <laughs> yeah, do you know the homeowner? <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
you just like strangers in your backyard, huh? Let me come to your yard and just scope it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking about getting an above ground pool. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> that or the people that are like, hey, man, I saw what you were doing over here. Hey, I was having this problem. Can you come and look at it real quick? I'm like, I'm sorry. No. Do you, is that how your job works? You can just stop doing it for someone who passes by your building and is like, hey, man. <laughs> yeah, can you help me out? Can you come to my house real quick and look at my problem? <laughs> I'm sure, like, that makes me think of, like, rescue workers. Like, how many times are people like, uh, can you take a look at this rash? I would. Does I'd this be look like, funny to you? You're already saving me, man. Like, before you drop me off, can you check this out real quick? Well, no. I'm saying if they're not being saved, if they just know that they're, like, an EMT or something, they're like, um, I have this itch. <laughs> can uh, you just take a look at this real quick? That's hilarious. Because, you know, it's true. Like, those types of people get that all the time. Like, anyone gets questions that don't really relate to their job on a normal basis. But anyone that can save someone's life, potentially, or, like, keep them alive until they get them to someone who el- who could save their life, people are showing them rashes. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, indeed, but legit. All right, my love. I think we're just about wrapped up here. Do you have any kind of uh, any kind of a recommendation? You don't necessarily need one. I don't have one. Oh well, I was going to recommend. Do you have one? Yeah, I have another podcast that I want to give a shout out to. Yeah, I'm not going to freaking ruin it this time. Sorry by like making me try to vamp. <laughs> yeah. That made me feel bad. I'm an idiot. I'm so sorry. By the way, I will quickly then recommend the Bumblebutt podcast. Uh, that is actually a really great podcast. Like, I've been listening to it all week because I really like murder shows. And, like, they did something on there that I think we should do, which is, like, a, like a quick little quiz where we ask each other questions. Uh, like, get to know you kind of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they did that too on the Coffee Buzz podcast. And oh yeah, Brad and his wife did that. Mm-hmm. But what, didn't you say the Bumblebutt did did it with a little twist? <laughs> yeah, like they did it and they um, like with each other, and also they offered like some serial killers answers to the questions they were answering. So um, if you're into serial killers or um, like murder podcasts, like that is a really good one. So. Again, <laughs> recommending them. Uh, That's always, my recommendation. Go ahead with yours, though. <laughs> we're always recommending Podful of Sunshine. They're our podcast besties on here. <laughs> <laughs> like, they always, um, it seems like they're always, like, tweeting our stuff. And, um, like, I really like listening to their show. We listened to it today. Greg and Diana, they're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I love their different segments that they have. And I just, I really like their podcast. But... The new podcast I wanted to um, recommend today is It's Okay There With... Well, I just messed it up. It's <laughs> yeah, o- yeah, go ahead. It's Okay There With Us. Um, like, I listened to their podcast all week, and, and uh, really, I've been listening to it for the last couple of weeks, but I've been, like, measuring it out because I they haven't 
uh, released a new one in a few days or like I think since August really so I didn't want to run out of them <laughs> so it's like I want to listen to it because it's a really good podcast if you like hip-hop and like um, just real life topics in the episode that I just listened to they explain like how they came up with the name of their podcast and it's completely different than what I thought like I thought it was going to be like um, I don't know like because it's Rip D and Cash Lansky, and they are a DJ and a rapper. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. And like they're in the music world, so I thought that that name thought uh, made it seem like maybe like in the VIP, like yeah, it's okay with us. Yeah, like they could get you in somewhere, but Mm -hmm. it really isn't that. And it's a it's a way better story than like I'm gonna tell you because it's their story. So. Uh, if you're into like rap and hip hop and like uh, background stories on like different rap people, they also told a story about like how um, Old Dirty Bastard ended up on the soundtrack for Bullworth. And that's mm-hmm. a crazy story. That's actually really awesome. Oh my God. You told me that story. Yeah. It is really good. Yeah. So <laughs> like I, I recommend that podcast and like, like I said, like I've been like, rationing them out because they haven't released a new episode recently but hopefully they do soon and i really like them a lot it's okay they're with us one of my favorite podcasts that they are also they release very intermittently so i there's two right now that i'm just like uh i want to listen to them so bad but i also like these are the last two i might ever get (laughs) what podcast uh cashing in with tj miller it's uh, Cash Levy and TJ Miller. They've done this podcast for years. It was one of, like, I would say the first handful of podcasts I ever listened to. And uh, ever since TJ Miller took off, uh, they're, they've gotten a lot. They used to be every week, and now they've gotten, like, maybe one every other two months or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, I like saving them up. Like, honestly, I've been, like, this close to, like, just being like, hey, we're going to New York real quick because Cash is in New York and that's where TJ lives and they're deciding to do a live show. We need to just go, go, go right now. <laughs> uh, I would love that. But yeah, I love that show, but there's only two right now that I don't know if there's, I just don't know if there's going to be any more. So yeah. I feel you on rationing them out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully they will release some more episodes. Like maybe they're like touring or something or like on the road or whatever. I know Cash is, but TJ is, you know, he's a movie star, man. He ain't got to travel. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. They're with us people. <laughs> they're movie stars too. Yeah. I listened to the first episode. It's good. I, uh, I can't remember because I listened to it like a week or two ago and I, I heard them mention like, oh, what's something that white people like? And he was like, <laughs> unseasoned chicken? I don't know. I was like, what the hell, man? <laughs> unseasoned chicken is terrible. I don't like unseasoned that chicken at all. <laughs> but they like have an ongoing like battle regarding how to prepare chicken, which is hilarious. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely like that podcast a lot. All right. So since we're not an intro either i'm just gonna say follow us on instagram uh and twitter at untrained ipod and uh if you want to email us you can do that at uh, untrained ipod at gmail.com we're sending out our first stickers i'm super stoked about it uh i don't know how to say your name but it's vow hing possibly vow hing you're the best uh <laughs> so yeah i think that's it for us do you have anything else? I don't think so. I think 
I think we covered most of it. <laughs> well, this is Captain No Fun DJ. <laughs> <laughs> and bitter Twitter Beth. <laughs> <laughs> That is hilarious because I was trying to think of something really quick, but that, yeah, I wouldn't categorize myself as bitter, but I guess it rhymes with Twitter. You need to change your handle to bitter Twitter, Beth. Yeah, maybe I will. Bitter Twitter. All right. Thank you all for listening. We love you. We will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Almost forgot. Fireworks emojis. Love you. Bye. Love you too. Bye. Fireworks emojis. Bye.